This is the word to go, yo, yo, yo. Hey, everyone. This is Mickey James. And SoCal Bow. And Lisa Marie Barron. And you're listening to Grown Ass Women Podcast. That's right, Godcast. If you love our weekly YouTube show, you're going to love our audio version. So grab a cocktail, slip into something more comfortable, and get ready to dish with us totally unfiltered. So get ready for the Godcast in three, two, one. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Hashtag GawTV. We are your grown-ass women hosts, myself, Lisa Marie Barron, Nikki James, and we are celebrating the month of NWA Empower. It's going to be a great episode today. But before we get into it, we want to make sure that you do a couple favors for us. First of all, make sure that you like this video. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Make sure that you are subscribed to our channel. That's probably the most important. And of course, everyone's favorite. Make sure to click that bell icon. Ring a ding ding. Thank you, Lisa and Mickey for that makeshift bell there. Uh, <laughs> to enable notifications so you never miss a future episode of Got TV. And not only that, you guys, you can listen to us on podcast form, which we call it the Godcast. It's the unedited version, so you can hear us flub up and do the recounting, all the stuff that you don't get to see on our 30-minute YouTube show. And also, guess what? My favorite part is the after party for the Patreon members. Patreon.com slash TV, baby. Yes. You get to Zoom chat with us. 6 p.m. Eastern, top of the hour, right after the show. All Patreon members are welcome, so don't miss it. Top of the hour to ya. Top of the hour, all are welcome. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, we have to say a huge shout out, you know, we'll keep Plugsky here for Legacy Subs and her legacy, keeping us in the great shape. I'm trying to get back in shape, you guys. I have a big match coming up. We are. Uh, wow. Jesus we, Christ. Well, just this one is really good. This one is kind of like, it's, it's just getting there. But Legacy Subs, her legacy, use code GOLF today. Um, also... What else? What else? You know what? I was going to say my makeshift bell. This is two weeks in a row that I've had a makeshift bell. And this is my, you know, makeshift bell. Um, totally. What about the golf song? The, for Empower, golf song being the song of the official pay-per-view, Empower. And we are in the entire month of Empower. So, I have, ladies, I've lined up a very special guest for us. Ooh, As you know, us. Oh, as you know, we are bringing back for the first time in 34 years, almost 35 years, the NWA Women's Tag Team Championships. Yes, right here. You're going to put it right there. Um, The Women's Tag Team Chip. Whoa, whoa, we won't. (laughs) Lisa's chips been impressed. No doubt. And we have four incredible teams announced to compete to break down to find out who the first ever in 30 some years, 35 plus years, first ever NWA women's tag team champions of the world. And one group of these ladies are here today. They are Renee Michelle, Sahara Seven. They are Hell on Heels. Ooh, love that title too. I love it too. I love, I love that. Did they come up with that? I, I'd like to ask them that. Yeah, well, I don't know. Here, ladies and gentlemen, let's get him into Gaw TV. Double trouble. Double, Double trouble. trouble. <laughs> so wonderful to have you. How are we feeling tonight? Great. 
wow. They oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. You know, Mickey, I have to tell you, every single person you've booked is such a star and so gorgeous. And look at this t- tag team right here. Oh I my know. gosh. I can't. Money, money, yeah. money, money, money. Money. <laughs> Great. But our favorite part of the show is to introduce our guests and ask them, who are you wearing and what are you drinking? Either one of you can go first, but our guests of honor should go first for sure. Oh, oh, what am I wearing? Okay, so I got this from Fashion Nova, believe it or not. There's like other companies that's like, you know, really like high end, too pricey. I kind of feel like, you know, the clothes, the clothes don't make the people, we make the clothes. So Fashion Nova, it's very, very comfy. It's like a three set piece and it's not bad. It's super cheap, but it's worth it. I love that. And I am actually wearing, this is actually my grandma's shirt. Rest in peace to my grandma. So this is actually her shirt. I have the sleeves rolled up. Uh, it's comfy for me. Uh, my grandma is my hero in real life. So this oh. is her shirt. Uh, this is from Fashion Nova. It's a little one-piece like sleepwear. Um, like she said, I love Fashion Nova because it's cute and affordable. And like nobody ever knows that it's Fashion Nova until I tell them. Um, and we're both kind of wearing like our beads from our heritage. And like, yeah, I have like the African pendant. She has her beads. I have like my, they're called like the Aliki beads. Um, it's from the religion I was born under, which is Santeria. But the actual term is called Lukumi. So I'm in the process of becoming a high priest. And for me, I have on the Eye of Horus, um, Egyptian culture. Uh, my sister, uh, Lovely, she actually made this bracelet. It has a uh, lioness head on it. Um, so she actually makes uh, waist beads and bracelets if anybody wants one. But yes, here's and my what, and How do we order that? What, what's her, her, what's her website? So we um, her website is lovelywasted.com. And uh, she makes waist beads, she makes uh, necklaces, she makes uh, bracelets. Um, like I have the evil eye on both of them. This one's a cross with a different color, multicolored evil eye. Yeah, and I have yeah. like, from my religion, I have it yeah. like all over. I love that. Oh, you know, I, I talk lovely and wasted I too. some time. I don't know about you ladies. Yeah. I like to be lovely and wasted all the time too. I too. <laughs> oh yeah, and we're drinking some Japanese plum wine. Plum wine. Ooh, gorgeous. Plum. Oh, is it so plum it's delicious? sweet. It's sweet. It's sweet. It's oh my god, it's so good. It's uh Takari plum. Plum wine. Oh nice. That's you the get first time we had something Japanese. Yes, first time we had Japanese. Yes. Yeah, we we love Japan. That's our second. I miss home. it. It's my second. Yeah, our second. Home. That's our second home. So that's amazing. Y'all yeah. came fancy. I love that, Mickey. Uh, we have to ask, who are you wearing, and what are you imbibing on tonight, lady? Um. Well, I feel so out of the loop because I'm the only one not drinking. I'm drinking a, a an exciting Pepsi Mango Zero Sugar. Oh. Mango and Bongo. I never oh. heard of it. <laughs> Burr, burr, get out! Get out! Yeah. Hell no! Ain't too much. <laughs> she said, "Get out!" Look, we had green tea. We had, I, I look, mean, and I got that. this on. My son is my sunshine. Oh, yeah. And I and I teach uh, Sahara how to make a matcha latte. Yeah, matcha latte. I love matcha. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, uh, if you guys ever come over, I'll make it for you all the time. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. Done. They put a little shot of yeah. vodka in it, you know, just for good measure. Lisa, yeah, yeah. And, and and I love what you're wearing, by just the way. Just put the whole bottle in it. Yeah, and I love cooking, so you'll be fed, oh. too. Oh, oh, we're totally, we're going to be there. You, yep. We've just invited ourselves to your house, that's for sure. We, we did. did. We, we did. have them in your rooms. Come <laughs> over. <laughs> love it. 
Lisa, I noticed a few uh, familiar letters on your shirt there. Does that have anything to do with... Uh, oh, well, you know, since we have the tag team here, you know, uh, Brooke Tessmacher and I, we called ourselves TNT, Boom Goes the Dynamite. Tara and Tessmacher, but she likes to say Tessmacher and Tara because she knows she likes to get, she likes to get her shit in, to be honest with you. But, yeah. but I'm like, I so appreciate I'm just drinking. Um, Val got me on this new wine. Um, can you see it? This little glare. Chateau Saint Jean. Is it Jean? Do I say that? Okay. And I'm sorry, I've been drinking that, but. Interesting enough, my mom was born in Korea, raised in Japan. So Japan is my favorite place on the planet, on the planet. So, yes, I, I just, yeah. And then I also know, you know, Renee, you helped me with my makeup one time in the, in the bathroom. Do you remember how, like, I messed up my makeup? And you're like, yes. uh, you might have to start all over. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Where was yeah, that? I'll be, I'll be, look, I'll be honest. Like, I feel like women, we should be helping each other. is already hard as women, you know, trying trying to be looking good in this business as it is, you know, there's some that won't help and let others look like a, like a vagabond, but I'm like, no bitch. Like if I have to look good, you have to look good too. Like we both looking yeah. good together. Making that a common purpose. Right. And like, if somebody in, you know, say we were in impact wrestling, if somebody was representing the brand then that makes us all look bad, if they're looking like exactly. I look like a vagabond, that's hysterical. Nobody wants to look like a vagabond. That's her favorite uh, word. That's, that's her favorite vagabond. word. Hashtag Hers vagabond. is vagabond and mine's is broody poop. Like I'd be like, oh, you look so broody poop right now. Like get yourself together. Yeah, I love, <laughs> I love it. I'm being very boring tonight, ladies. I'm having my usual slimline rosé. It's fabulous. Rosé all day. Yes, okay. all day. You, you guys also gotta try this. Um, it's like a red blend, but it's called Black Cloud. You'll love it. Mm. Oh, I never had it. Nope. Yeah, it's called Black Cloud Red Blend. It's one of my favorites. I love that. I'm just wearing some new look as well. And actually, I was really excited about this necklace. It's like a doubled up chain, but it's it's kind of just falling into the background. It's interesting, right? When you're actually dressing for camera, because in person, I think you guys would like it. But on camera, it looks like it's just fading. But but I digress <laughs> for the outfit. But your lipstick, your lipstick is amazing, it's, Val. I've never yes, seen you with that kind. I don't go this dark a lot, but I thought, you know, why not have a little bit of drama? Why not? Yes, come to the dark side, side honey. I would love this Thank you. Come what to the dark side. Mickey, because Mickey... We have been dedicating this entire month of Gaw TV. If you guys have been watching, hopefully you know that this is the month of Empower. We are talking all about this amazing pay-per-view. But Mickey, I know you're so excited to have these ladies a part of it. Oh, I'm so excited. Well, I, I just can't wait because honestly, I've, been, I've known Renee since she started kind of at Maryland Championship Wrestling, which I have a lot of love and history from. And I remember wrestling Renee in some of your first matches you yes, know, and you were wrestling yes. like a year or two years, I think, at that point. Yeah, I was, like a, year, I was like a year. Yeah, I was like a year in. And then, like, when I first got to the I was so nervous. <laughs> like, she's the only one that gets me nervous in the ring. I don't know what it is, but there's something about Mickey. Oh, God. I'm going to tell on myself. Yeah. I'm going to tell on myself. I was actually in the background because I had just started training after at Ground Zero in Richmond. I was there when Mickey and, and Renee wrestled at Zero Hour One. It was me Aww. and now Big School. I was just now debuting at Ground Zero. So I actually got That's to watch so these funny. two. 
And yeah, wow. that's, that's crazy. Like said, I didn't even know that part. That's yeah. exciting. Oh, well, I'm so exciting. Yay! No, I think it's so amazing. And I think the two of you together, like this now, as people can see it, they can see you two together on camera. And I know you all tagged before, but to be able to present yourselves now for NWA in this place, I mean, I'm super stoked because we kind of here we are in a whole new space and a place that we can all kick ass. And do you, now that we've rolled out, obviously it's a tag team tournament. So these four teams, the teams of yourselves, of the Hex, Allison, and Marty Bell. There is the team of the Free Babes of the Second Generations, Miranda Gordy, um, Jazzy Yang, and Hollywood Haley J. And yeah. the last and final team would be from AEW, AEW representing and Kylan King and Red Velvet. So. Ooh, yes. Really? I'm really excited. And I think it's you told us, Mickey, beforehand that you guys are roommates. That's, yeah. I mean, that's I, amazing. I could I convinced her to come down to live with me in Florida. Yay! In Florida. <laughs> so so any we regret from any Virginia. regrets? <laughs> no, <laughs> No, 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 I, I take that back. One regret. Uh, one regret. I can't tell her nothing. Cause then she goes, Carly said it. And I'm like, you tell, like, we're like sisters. So it's like she tells on me like all the time. And I'm like, why are you telling? Like, I can't tell. Like the other day, we're watching TV and I like said something slick and she goes and tells her husband what I said. And I'm just like, oh, I turn around immediately and I'm go, I can't tell you nothing. No, no. Yeah. Because it's like, you were nervous about your match and everything. And of course, I couldn't help myself but take this an opportunity. I was like, make her even more nervous. <laughs> like, what, kind of, what kind of sister is that, man? Like, And then like, I was like, I can't tell you nothing. I was like, nothing. Because you're screaming in the background about your match. Oh my okay. God. It was a great opportunity. My sister. But that's there. cool that there's a sister like there. There's obviously good chemistry there. So if you guys, you're great friends, roommates, how do you, how would you describe yourself as a tag team? I mean, sometimes when you're working with someone that you're that close with, it can be good or bad. Do you guys think you mesh well as a team? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I like to describe us like, um, I don't know if you guys play video games, but like Mortal Kombat, she's Katana, I'm Jade. Like It's always like the the protector, like if she if something's wrong with her, I'm right there, like to be like, who made it, who did it? Like I'll and fight the same, them. The same thing. And I'm like, like, you need me to run them over. Yeah, it's like it's always like a <laughs> we've got each other's back, like sisters. And so I think as a tag team, it's always like where one is like where one is getting like low on energy, the other one's like right there to be like, hey, like you know, like we got this. Like if you need me, like call me, I got this. Like, yeah, I'll I, bring it home for. I us. always tell her like. If you call me, make sure you don't like them no more. Oh my God. Don't get her started on that story. Exactly. Exactly. There's a story there. Oh, it's it's, okay. So so there was this guy that I was dating for a while, and Mm. he was not very fond of my wrestling career. And wrestling means a lot to me. And so it was kind of one of those things where he was very insecure. And so it got to the point where it was not a good situation to be in. I was calling Renee every day crying. And I was just like, I don't know what to do because I'm a person, I'm, I have extreme loyalty. And when my love mixes with my loyalty, it's very hard for me to break it. And so even if it, you could physically be draining me of everything. And because I love you so much, 
I will literally sacrifice everything for you. So it was to the point where I was sacrificing too much. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was sacrificing my whole entire life. I didn't get to see my family. I didn't get to hang out with my friends. I was only allowed, yeah, like only allowed to hang out with her, but That's she lived, messed up. I lived in a different state from her at the time. And so when it got to the point where it's too much, Renee was like, okay, this is what we're doing. She's like, this is it. She's like, when you call me, make sure you don't like him no more. This is the game plan. This is done. This is over. Yeah. And sure enough, she comes pulling up, like, get in the car. And I'm like, get in the car. She's like, get in. She's like, pack your things. Get in the car. And I was like, put the dog. And she's like, grab the dog. Yeah, she climbed over the balcony. I was like, what are you doing? And I was like, there's I have door. I have a key. She's climbing over the balcony. I'm like, I, I have a key. Like, don't climb over the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else might be like, crazy. That's what grown ass women do. Yeah. <laughs> but we love too crazy. We we love a lot. We love a lot. Yeah. I think. Everyone needs that. Yeah. yeah. You know, one of those situations where you, you need somebody that's an outside source that has your back that goes, you're not, you have these blinders on. And obviously, Renee was that person for you that went, listen, girl, this is bad. We got to get you the hell out. So kudos to you. Well, well the thing is, like, no you doubt. Know, like, well, the thing is, like, you know how, like, you know, when we're in, like, in relationships and, like, we're vintage to our girlfriends and stuff, and as much as, like, you know, as friends, you want to do something, you want to get advice, you know, you don't want to, like, okay, do do something or say something, and then they turn back around and they go back to the dude, and you're kind of looking like the asshole or anything. Yeah. So, I mean, I was there as her confidant, listen to her, what she go through, you know, give her advice, you know, and be ear, but I told her, you know, when things got really, really bad, I'm like, the moment that you call me, make sure you don't like them no more because I'm just going to like, okay, just brush off, they'll kiss and make up or whatever. But if you call me, that's it. <laughs> done is done. It, it does yeah. say a lot though. Like, um, uh, I don't know, like Sahara, just so weird. Like call it Sahara, seven. <laughs> um, like that you're open enough to like listen to your friend. And when you vent to a friend, you got to be expecting to hear what we're feeling back. You're like, what are you doing, dude? You're so much worth, you're way worth what you're even looking at yourself as, you know what I mean? You're belittling yourself. And we we go through like where we're listening to our friends vent about the boyfriends and you're just like going, God, I, I want to give my opinion, but th- it's going to come up back and bite me in the ass because I'm going to tell you how I really feel. And then I'm going to look like I'm the asshole. Look. Exactly, Renee. Yeah. You're going to look I mean, like an like, asshole. I, I, because- yeah, like I told her how I feel. I'm like, look, like, I don't like this. This is how I'm feeling. But I'm going to respect your decision because if it makes you happy, if you like it, I love it. Yeah. Well, you probably saw she was not happy and you were like, this is not cool. And again, takes the outside source sometimes because you have those blinders on and it's like, you do. I've been the girl that had the blinders on and I've been in, in Renee's position as well. I've been yeah. both and they're both yeah. really complicated. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to yeah. say is that I think that we've all been in those in the other position and where you are sitting and being in like that toxic and like you say I think we're too I'm a nurturer as well and so and I'm a fixer and so if I think that it's a constant then it's like that challenge of trying to fix it or trying to fix that person and sometimes it takes someone who truly loves you and from can see it from the outside to help because I think that we've all made excuses for the other person or done all of those things but it really gets to a point where one, you've had enough, and then also you have. It's great when you have somebody who really loves you and can see it and can, can pull you out of it. So then you can see it because a lot of times you just can't. When you're in it, you can't see it. You can't even see what the what the world looks outside of that bubble because you've been in it for so long. You know. Yeah. So 
That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. And it's like, I'd rather for her to be safe with me knowing that she's safe and she could get herself together, whatever the case may be, until she's ready. You know, I'm not like, I'd rather for her to be safe with me. I don't care. I'm safe with people. (laughs) This loyalty. Yeah. Look at you now. Yeah. I know. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And how dare any guy not not only not support your career, but but thwart you away from it. And, and you kept using the word allow. I hate that. I hear some people saying, oh, my wife lets me do this or my boyfriend. Get the hell out. Let you. I don't let you do anything. And you don't ever let me. It's not that's not how we live our lives on God TV and in real life. But I have to say what's interesting to me is, again, to see you guys having such a close friendship. I can't wait to see you, how you work together in the ring. And I do have to go back to tag team wrestling because I have a question actually for Lisa and Mickey, because I've seen you guys as singles competitors mostly, but what these girls are doing, and this is such a great time for tag team wrestling, especially for the women. What has been your experience and, and your thoughts on tag team wrestling? Like when you had to do it, how did it work out for you? It was interesting. And we've obviously had to wrestle in like tag team. Lisa actually was in a tag team where, and I think a lot like Lisa, you did stuff with Tori and Candace as a faction kind of stuff as well. So, but most of my career was all single stuff or they would align me with a girl for a little bit, you know, but it was never for any tag team championship. So I'm a selfish wrestler. It's all about me, baby. You know? No, no. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) What? when i got tagged with brooke they they put like you know because she was a little green like you know not not very much experience and so i would like on the side um not to stooge off the business so much but i would go suplex like i would call out like hey do this do this okay okay bring it bring it to me because you kind of like you're you can kind of tell each other like do this do that do that and it's not like going it's not choreographed, but I'll be honest. The thing I like about tag teaming, it was easier on my body, man. Oh, Doing a whole singles match, bumping and feeding and all this crap. And I'm like, going, oh my God. And then I'm like, okay, here, I'm blown up. I am blown up. Here, you take her. <laughs> right? Man, as, a girl, as a thick girl, that is the true Hallelujah. It's like when you watch the Royal Rumble and someone's like selling for a good 20 minutes and they're really just like, oh God. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And I like how I like how you sit there like thick women. We need a little bit of a yeah, I'm a thick girl too. So I need a little bit, a little bit, an extra breather. Exactly. <laughs> you like, okay. See, my thought is like, I was like, how am I gonna get? Sorry, I have a big backside, so I'm like, look. Yeah, you do. I'm like, no, look. I need about an extra two minutes to figure out which way I'm gonna roll this backside to get up. Like, y'all gonna have to give me yeah, two minutes. Her backside is like bungo drum. <laughs> 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 that is not <laughs> It's a good thing. It's a good problem. It's a good thing. Yeah, Lisa, your tag team partner was very famous for her derriere as well. You and Brooke were fantastic in Impact Wrestling. You guys had, again, like like these ladies do, you had such great chemistry in and out of the ring. Like you guys were buddies outside as well. And you guys, yeah, yeah, we were very close and tight, like with the relationships and stuff like that, too, like talking about that kind of stuff. But when you get along with your tag partner um, and, and your best friends, and you're just like, you have so much in common. It's, it's, it's not a lot of work, you know, yeah. you know, and you could joke about it. Like, it's not like you're going to get pissed off. Like, oh, you forgot to do this. <laughs> I forgot this. You kind of laugh about it. Oh, I forgot to do this. Whoopsie, whoopsie. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a more right. fun experience. 
Yeah, right? I would say Girl. that being friends and a tag team, you know how to talk to each other. So you could say it in a way that they could hear it and not get offended. Or they'll forgive you if they did get upset by what you said because they needed to hear it, you know, or whatever yeah. the case may be. I thought Lisa was going to say the old grizzled vet thing of going like, yeah, it was it was so much easier for my career because I let the kid take all the bumps. That's it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's true. It's true. Like you're much, you're half my age, dude. You freaking take the heat. I'll, I'll do the comeback. I go, uh, me pumping feet as fast as you because you're, yeah. you weigh, you weigh buck 15, yeah. the 110 so pounds. Little. Like, yeah, so little, little in the middle, but we got much back. Me? Oh. Okay. So it's, exactly, it's because, so believe it or not, everybody always thinks because of the height difference, like I'm older and I'm like, no, I'm actually younger than her. And then it's like, with the, with the bumping and feeding thing, like we were saying, that's the bumper and feeder because I'm like, you bump me. I was like, I'm huge. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you know this, but I'm huge. Like, I, Renee's here and I'm here and I'm all <laughs> wide. And I'm like, come I on now. Like, because of like how the way I look, a lot of girls, they think I'm a lot younger. <laughs> I'm like, no, honey. I think, no, you just look a lot older, but okay. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Yeah. No shade, honey. Like, there's a lot of them running around out here that look are at my age. Looking to be our age, and we're like, yeah, you know, we're in a very we're in a very aesthetic <laughs> business. And I was just about to ask you gals because we, you know, we do like to do a little bit of light stalking when we have a guest on. And both of you have such gorgeous photos. I was going to ask, is that a part of the business that you like or that you dread? Because we've had this conversation before that when I was getting into wrestling, I wanted to do the photo shoots and I wanted to be the bikini babe and whatever. And Gail Kim always jokes that uh, she's the opposite, that she hated doing photo shoots. She hated having- I hated it too. Yeah, Lisa's not a fan. I'm, yeah, how do you ladies feel about it? Uh, yeah, no. I'm, I'm all for it. it. She's all for yeah. it. I'm the, <laughs> I like the glitz and the glam and looking pretty and yes. I'm the tomboy. Yeah. I'm the retired collegiate soccer player. I don't do that. I used to be a tomboy, <laughs> believe it or not. Mm-mm. Give me mm-hmm. give me a team picture and that's it. That yeah. is it. I used to be I used to be a tomboy and I started getting into my girly traits when I hit my young twenties. So I was kind of yeah. like a newborn giraffe. You know, a little baby giraffe, like, try, trying to figure it out. And then, of course, like my mother, she put me at etiquette school and everything. So that helped out. Oh, she did? Really? Yeah. Wow. I love that. Wow. I only see that yeah. on movies. No, she she was like, when I say that I used to be a tomboy, I used to wear a big shirt, baggy jeans, Adidas tennis shoes, used to do break dancing with Intercar. Drifting. Drifting. Streetcar racing. That's a What's thing. That? That's a thing where we're from. That's a like, thing. Back back in the day, I had a past life, so I was very much of a tomboy <laughs> in that aspect. And then, of course, I got into hot import nights. I was founded there. They're like, "Hey, have you ever thought about becoming a model?" And I'm like, oh, "I don't know." So they convinced me, and this is where I was trying to like figure out how to like wear heels. But of course, during that time, my mother she cut rid of all like my tomboyish outfits and put like dresses and skirts and all the other jazz. So because of like the hot and pornography doing the modeling and also like etiquette, you know, it helped me out a lot. So then um, by that time, I grew up doing martial arts as well. So I did Muay Thai, Taekwondo, Kung Fu, which is Chulipa, Capoeira. I also wow. did weapons, which is spear, staff, and size. So mm-hmm. I grew up doing that from four to 18. So I utilize a lot like, I guess like with wrestling, it helped me out a lot with that in that regards to, you know, because of my martial arts background, 
So when I was around in early to mid 20s, I actually wanted to do stunts, you know, to do like, you know, the martial arts and stunts like that. It just so happened I was founded by Dwayne Gill and got into wrestling. Are you tired a lot? Frustrated that no matter what you do, you can't seem to keep your energy levels up during the day? The problem may be how you're sleeping. There's a difference between how long you sleep for and the quality of the sleep that you're getting. If you want to increase your energy, performance, alertness, and productivity, stop reaching for the energy drinks and focus on quality REM sleep with Recovery PM. Poor quality sleep is directly linked to health problems like obesity, low testosterone levels, and high blood pressure. Worst of all, the World Health Organization has even recognized sleep deprivation as a carcinogen, meaning not getting adequate sleep can increase the risk of cancer. Did you know that 37% of people between 20 and 39 years old reported having difficulty sleeping, but only 4% of them have actually tried a sleep aid? And most over-the-counter sleep aids are just melatonin. Recovery PM is a blend of nine proven natural sleep aids and tranquilizers, including melatonin, 5-HTP, GABA, and L-tryptophan. That's the stuff in Turkey that makes you, you know, turkey tired. So you know that you're going to experience deep sleep and wake up refreshed and ready to attack the day. If you're finding yourself hitting that midday slump and using energy drinks to perk up during the day, you're only making things worse in the long run. Upgrade to Recovery PM and you'll be amazed at how good you feel. Recovery PM is available now from LegacySupps.com. And if you use code GAW, that's right, capital G, capital A, capital W, you'll get an additional 10% off your entire order. Don't sleep on your health. When I became a mom at 35, a lot of people assumed that my best days were behind me, but not me. I'm Mickey James, a nine-time women's wrestling champion, an award-winning country music recording artist, entrepreneur, philanthropist, executive producer, and above all, a wife and a very proud mother. And I'm so excited to share with you our new line of nutritional supplements designed for strong, active women from LegacySupps.com. Her Legacy. Now, you may have heard our ads on other podcasts for our best-selling testosterone booster, TestX9, or our amazing sleep aid, Recovery PM. And now, I'm so excited to launch a line of products by women, for women, to help women be their absolute best physically and mentally so they can crush it in everything that they do. All of our products are made right here in the USA in an FDA-approved facility and are personally used and approved by myself and my husband, world champion and published fitness author, Nick Aldis. So whether you're a guy looking to add inches to your arms and lose them off your waist, or a woman who wants to look, feel, and perform at her absolute best, I really hope you try our products at LegacySupps.com. Use code GAW, G-A-W, for 10% off your entire order, and we ship worldwide. Set your goals, push your limits, leave your legacy at LegacySupps.com. Dwayne Gill, a.k.a. Gilbert. Mm. Oh, my, oh God. my gosh. I know. My I past know. is a little different. I was a tomboy. I played soccer. I was a computer nerd. Um, I had a 3.75 in GPA all the way to college. I played soccer my whole entire life. Um, I also had a past. Um, I did street racing, just like Renee. 
I also was, and you guys are going to hate this that I say this, I used to be a street fighter, so I used to fight people on the streets. Uh, yeah. We'd be all feisty and stuff. Yeah, so I used to be one of those girls that would go after, like, school and go fight the girl from the neighboring school, and they'd bet money on it, and I would get the money at the end of, like, the thing. So I, yeah, that's a real thing. It's like Fight Club. So it was like, so... Um, I was You're not supposed to talk about Fight Club. It's like Fight Club. I know. That's but now I can talk we talk about, about everything, so I guess no you're allowed to. <laughs> yeah, There's yeah, no yeah. more. You're too pretty to be that. So, yeah. yeah. I was a tomboy. So I used to, like, leave soccer practice, and I'd leave. I'd go, go home real quick, shower, change, put on, like, all black, like, and, like, baggy shorts. You know, put on my brother's shorts or something like that. And I'd get in the car with my friends and we'd drive to the next neighbor in high school, meet this girl in the parking lot, in the senior parking lot, and we'd fight for money. Um, so I did that. <laughs> I was also a video game nerd. So I used to go to colleges in like the, uh, in my neighborhood, in like my little area and play these college kids in like Mortal Kombat, like Street Fighter and stuff like that. And I would literally take their money. <laughs> and, wow. Uh, <laughs> I'm so not proud. Why am I telling you? No, I, I don't. But, um, are you, are you on Twitch? Are you, uh, are, you on, are you on Twitch as a gamer? You would make no, a lot okay, of money so being I, a gamer. I should. I Everybody keeps telling me I should get on Twitch as a gamer, but um, I have not been on Twitch. I literally now just kind of like just play for myself because I feel like I get like kind of like intense, especially in Mortal Kombat. Nobody's beating me in Mortal Kombat. No one. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the last time you see Renee Michelle. She beats me. Yeah, you don't. You but, don't see me mash some buttons yet, honey. I can mash. But um, like there is, there's a lot of uh, like you said Twitch. I see a lot of things on Twitch that are for like a good cause. Like um, I don't know. There's this girl named Tara Callaway. She's also a worker. She's, she works with Dropkick Depression. Um, and she's doing a uh, all girls gaming stream, so I'm looking to get into that. So that'll probably be my Twitch debut for uh -huh. that. So, oh, but yeah, that. I went from a, a fighter. Yeah, I went from a street fighter who was a nerd who also was just like, you know, hey, I'm cute. But and then I got into wrestling um, with someone that Mickey might know, um, uh, Sean Lee, who is uh, Sean Lay, uh, who is the Jordy Bulldogs. So yes. uh, from Richmond, Virginia. So he found me and introduced me to C.W. Anderson and he trained me. Yeah, I was talking about Sean Lay that somebody had recently sent me a video of one of our matches, which was probably my third or fourth match. Oh, my boy. first match was a tag match against American Mike Brown. and It was an intergender tag match. So I do remember that. And then I had another match after that. And then probably about third, fourth match was Sean Lay. And Sean Lay, I had several matches with him. He was my big feud, one of my big feuds in Kaido Pro. Uh, because he was like the only one that would let me do all the moves to him. He would like, he would let me kick his ass <laughs> at the end of the day. That was kind of what it was. Too, and so were you Mickey that. James or were you Alexis Lurie? Or I, was Alexis, I, was, Lurie. I was, I was one Alexis Lurie at the time. I was one. Yeah. But I was saying that I was very much a tomboy too. And like, and it's, so that's really, really interesting. But the horses is what kind of refined me because you have to be very, when you're showing competing in horses, you have to be, the right posture and so my grandma would make me like do things to like work on my posture and stuff but I was always yeah. you know getting dirty and doing all the things and I always felt like I cleaned up nice but I didn't know how to do it right you know what I mean? and not until I got into and then I was like I'm with you I think that it's I love taking the pictures I love feeling beautiful I love doing that especially when there's a makeup team and a glam team and a team 
that's then talking you up. I don't really want to do it all myself because it's a lot of work. But if there's a whole thing and it's a whole thing, then it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. I mean, I don't. I don't mind it being glammed up, but I also like doing it myself because I feel like no one does not know my face but me. Because I had dealt with like makeup artists that have done my face, and I look completely washed Different. out. And I'm like <laughs> having this conversation yeah. about photographers and editing and retouching and not being super fake, but there's things that I think, and I'm sorry, but here we are. A lot of times when the photographers are male, they don't notice things that a, a girl would notice. And yes. yeah, we were just having this conversation. It can take the wrong makeup artist, the wrong photographer, the wrong retouch, yeah. wrong lighting. Um, and I'm begging for the freaking airbrushing, man. Like, come on, you know, God, we need to, this sister needs a little help here, you know? Oh, I know, yeah. and I think it's the wrestling sometimes as a whole, because I feel like sometimes they want it to look rugged and tough, but they forget that the women want to glow and look beautiful and, yeah. feel beautiful and feel confident in the picture. So then they feel confident sharing the picture. So they don't want to share a picture when they're exhaling in the middle of a match on, you know, yeah. doing something. It's like they always, it's like they try to find the absolute worst picture of worst the match. Picture. Yeah. So they um, post and that's that my problem. That's my problem with like, that's why I'm so against like photo shoots and things like that. Like literally me, she has to force me to take pictures sometimes because I don't like doing it. And just like you were saying that horses and shows, I got you into like etiquette. So how I got into etiquette was my grandma, like, you know, her being an actual Egyptian woman, like we had to go to actual religious ceremonies. You can't slouch. Like they come around with the thing with the vine and hit you. Like if you're slouching, if you look like you're sleeping, things like that. And then when I was in college as well, I got a part-time job at Mac in a Macy's counter in Short Pump Mall. And I had to, yeah, Short Pump. (laughs) In Short Pump Mall, I had to uh, learn how to do different faces and different styles. And that's another reason why I don't like people touching my face is because like, especially if I don't trust you a whole bunch, like I actually watch people do other people's makeup first before I sit in your chair, because I'm like, "Mm, let's see how you do with that. Because like you said, it doesn't, it makes you, it's a confidence killer. It's a really, really big confidence killer. And like you said, like you photographers always be like, yeah, it's about the nitty gritty of wrestling. But if you're catching bad shots of me and every single like picture of me is a bad shot, it doesn't make me feel good about like how it's going to come out. Only thing I have to look forward to is the video that comes out on YouTube or yeah, something I'll be, else. I'll be looking. I'm like, right. how is this supposed to sell? Like, seriously, how is this supposed to sell? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And making faces and everything what are you like doing? This make, like, this is not yeah. making money. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not. not like, I would, I would watch, show. I would, in TNA, I used to watch the girls and I'm like, no glitter. Do not give me glitter. Um, you know, I just want the browns. The, the the black and like the natural but but smoky natural, and i'm just like i go the glitter just as a you know i was an older girl remember i was in my late 40s um when i was in in tna do not put oh, glitter on me you're freaking gonna make me look like freaking i'm um, 88 years old right, right. oh uh, yeah and then when you see those pictures you're like going wow why am i considered a diva i'm not really pretty like, um, and now I understand why I'm not getting cover shoot because it ruins your confidence level. 
when you see a bad picture of yourself. There's a huge right. mental, uh, mental health, mental awareness thing about that because I was, I was going to actually say when you mentioned not liking a picture, Renee, you said if you don't like a picture, you're not going to share it. And, and what I'm thinking, just like you, when I'm doing something, I think, okay, is this going to be one that I'm going to share to social media? So my question for you ladies is, is social media harmful or hurtful to you? Do you like doing it? Is it tedious? Do you wish it didn't exist? I, admit, I I could be better with my social media. I honestly admit it, but also with social media, it is a double-edged sword because as of life, how it is today, everything's social media, except for like back in the day, you didn't really have to care so much of that. I'm pretty sure there was teens or whatever that deals with that. They get you on magazines. They get you like here, our appearances of this, that, and the third. But now in the world that we live in today, we have to rely on social media. I Yes, I could be better at it, do I care for it? There's a part of me that's like more, more so part of me that don't, you know, but if it's in regards to like promoting a business or promoting a company or whatever case may be, I'll put it out there. Um, I'm kind of indifferent on social media. Like I like it because I have like a chance to promote myself and like we said, promote our business and things that we do. Cause you know, not only do we wrestle, but we do other things as well. Yes. Um, but I it just, it's just, and I also get to keep in touch with my family because I still have family over in Egypt and how I keep in touch with them is through Facebook and things like that. So um, I love that aspect of social media. I like all the stuff that I just previously mentioned. I love it. But um, I don't, I don't this, show, every, yeah, I don't show everything. On social media. I, yeah, I don't show everything on social media. Like my relationships and stuff like that are just not on social media. I'm sorry. Right. I just don't, I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. Like I, if you're married, that's one thing, but if you are dating and you're trying to get to know someone to get to that final goal point, I don't think that it goes on social media because there's more chances for people who are spiteful and evil, who will actually try to do something to harm you and think that the best way of harming you is through someone who you care about. Yeah. That's the part that I don't like. I also don't like, um, on behalf of Renee and myself and a lot of other people of color is how in this world, the way it is now with things and like the people take their freedom of speech way, way too far sometimes. And the things they say on social media with no recourse um, because I've been a victim of some very nasty things uh, been said to me. Oh, I get it on yeah, both ends. We get it on both ends, like about, you know, you know, her about, you know, who she's married to and things about that. And her, you know, our race and our ethnicity and how we set our own generations back years. And it's like some of the most hurtful things that if we didn't have thick skin and we were in this business and have heard no's before and heard nasty things before in, a, in person in our face then those things on social media could be very hurtful to someone who is not as strong as us. And there are girls in this business who are not as strong as us mentally yeah. that cannot handle things like that. And they, because they're not from that environment. They're not from that, that environment, environment, but that environment. they are exposed to some of the same things, whether it's about their race or not. It is, they could, it could be about their body shape. It body could be shape, about color, their, their hair, skin, color, their skin, their eye they'll color. They'll find something to hate. Yeah, and like yeah they'll find something to hate, but it's one of those things that, that's the bad side, the dark side of social media that I just, I, for one, I really don't appreciate. And sometimes right, I just, yeah, color. yeah, like <laughs> Hannah Kimura is a prime yeah, example of that. She and I used to wrestle her mother. Exactly. And I met, I met her mother. I met her when I was in Japan. Those are like two beautiful oh, souls work with. And she was the, she was a uh, target of bullying and it ultimately took her life. And that woman was so sweet. And she was a young girl with a bright future. And she depression. literally, depression hit her hard because the things that people would say to her in her face, people and would say on social online. media, people would say from other countries, 
about this about this girl when she was by far a, a vision of beauty and light and hope. So that is why I kind of just say I'm indifferent on social media. I've seen it do great things for people and I've seen it do horrible things to people. So mm-hmm. I, I yeah. yeah, I'm indifferent. It's like, like I said, it's like a double-edged sword. It is. No, yeah, well, I'm so sorry to hear about. And I know. I know. I remember when that whole it really thing pisses me off. And it was it was really sad. And I didn't know her. And I really I I knew it was through mostly through cyberbullying. And and you know you look especially through this pandemic. And this is one of the things. It's like you said, it gives everybody a voice. But like you said, if you don't have thick enough skin to kind of block out the negative voices because it is consumed with a lot of that and it's that's so real sad and it's like you almost have to make sure that if I was a parent and like my son right now I probably wouldn't let him have a, a Twitter account because Twitter I think is the worst one I think it, it absolutely is. is the worst Twitter, one I would, Instagram <laughs> I would not because I think that I, I, the amount of especially young kids and adolescent kids when they're going through these stages and these suicide rates of these children and how heartbreaking it is from their families because they are so vulnerable and in, in a space that they're very, very impressionable and very moved by what other people think because they're just learning who they are. They don't even know who they are yet. Like that's the, that's the real scary thing. And so they're not to go down a negative wormhole, but I am really, I didn't know her, but I'm very, very sorry, especially if you all were friends and, and it seemed like it really impacted the wrestling community and the women's wrestling community very, very hard. Very hard. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. You guys know how I feel about social media. Um, I, yeah. I use it uh, to promote and like maybe, you know, that kind of stuff. But we have a rule. Lisa I watch, in and out. <laughs> yeah. I, social media, like I watch um, Social Dilemma on Netflix. There's an algorithm oh. to get you fu- freaking, sorry, I was going to cuss. Um, scrolling. When I saw this movie, you watch it with like everybody watching. If you have kids, watch this freaking show with your kids because it disgusts me when I see people at dinner out and about fucking just just scrolling. You're like, what the hell are you doing? Take the freaking phone out. I just did an appearance and everybody was on the freaking phone. And I was like taking a videotape. I was like, going, Mickey, you got to perform here. It's Gatlinburg. We're in Dollywood. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best place ever everywhere and i'm like oh my god listen to this song and everybody's fucking on their fucking social fucking media and i'm like yeah it's so i'm so sorry i'm like cussing but i'm so i hate it i hate it yes sorry yeah, you're supposed to enjoy the moment yes. and that's yeah. how I, like my daddy and my grandma say like if you compare to how old school how we were raised there was no phones allowed at the dinner table you no. had to sit down and talk to your family you find out what's going on in your day. Your parents were active in your in your life yeah. because you had that dinner table sit down or you had that Sunday dinner did to sit down, whatever you had. You had that one time a week where you sat down with your family. There was no distractions, no TV, no this, no that. Y'all sat there and y'all talked it out whether it's somebody yeah. was in trouble or it was a good, like it was a positive, your dad got a raise or your mom got a raise, whatever yeah. it was, it was something, something pot, it was Absolutely. a family discussion. Now Absolutely. you get to the dinner table and you go to a restaurant and the kids got their, got their iPads out and you got the mom on the cell phone. A, I didn't get a phone until I was 18. Girl, I didn't get a phone until my first year of high school, but my sister got oh, one her on. second year Let me just explain to you. It's because it's I don't know if you guys remember this, but when I was a kid, we didn't have, I can't remember when we actually got the first like 
phone right. without the cord, but we would get the longest cord possible that plugged in from the wall to the phone so you could take and walk the phone, the only phone or one of the only phones in the oh, house yeah. all the way back. With into the coil, the, the coil, with coil, the, right? With the longest eat. coil then because then you could block it and then get the coil into your bedroom and have the conversation, you know. Yeah. And the, yeah. Those were this. I, 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 I remember, remember our first cell phone. Our first cell phone plugged it was up pagers. Into, pagers. It was like it was in a oh, suitcase yeah. thing, and it plugged up into the my mom's. It plugged up into the uh, cigarette lighter, you know, and then you could do it and pull it out, and then that had a cord to it. But it was in an old school like little case that had Velcro in it and everything. Wow, you guys are fancy. You had a, a fancy. Motorola. That was. Freaking fancy! We didn't have that. We had pagers. Yeah, I had a pager. Like the rich pager. When I saw the telephone number and I knew it was my mom, I knew to call her back. Go to the payphone, call your mom back. Like, I just remember, and then I remember after that, like Mickey was saying, the long cord phones. Oh my god, living with siblings, I remember it with the long cord phones. And like living, like, so when I was with my grandma, it was like, so my mom's the youngest of 13. So you can imagine how many grandchildren and things like that. Wow. And I have. So you're at the, you're, I'm at my grandma's house. I'm on the phone. Like I'm talking, da, da, da. Someone upstairs picks up the other phone is in now listening to my conversation uh, and oh. runs back downstairs and is like, grandma, she being grown. She this, she that, da, da, da. and I'm just like, this is the worst. We're listening to my conversation. Get off the phone, so I can hear you. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like, young man, hang up this phone right now. Don't young call man. back. <laughs> and uh, I was bragging I this weekend. This this this, pre- this past weekend, I was bragging. I don't know. Did I tell you, Mickey or Val? I don't know. It's like when we forgot our phones in the in the car. We went to the beach, and David goes, "Oh, we forgot our phones." I'm like, he goes, "Want me to go back?" I go, "No." No, we're freaking at the beach, man. I go, no, leave it in the freaking car. He goes, it might die because of the heat. I go, then it dies. You know what? I go, I'm just, I'm so, I'm, I'm really, that that show really got to, under my skin, you guys. I'm going to watch that. I have so to see it. it. I have to watch it. I was just it. explaining to someone. Oh, it's on Netflix, cool Social and Dilemma. And I, same thing, like whether it's a concert, whatever, whatever it is, we were on, it's a long story. We were on a boat. Tower Bridge in London opened for our boat to come through. It was very cool. And of oh, course, yeah, everyone yeah. a little bit, you know, everyone, I looked around, every single person on the boat was filming it. I was trying to film just a little bit, but then I put my phone down and I was explaining to the woman next to me, I said, you know, it's, a, it's an everyday struggle to get some footage. You want to have stuff for social media, but then also put your phone down and have that balance of like actually experiencing the moment. But before we get off the subject of social media, making a question for you. So as- Thanks, Val, for that question. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, we're gonna have to stop it's a part asking this two. It's a part two. Lisa gets very passionate about it and goes off on a whole a rant about how much she hates social media. Wrong, though. But Mickey, I have to ask: in your position, especially now when you're booking females for hashtag Empower, which I don't know if using that damn hashtag, by the way, <laughs> is this is how we've talked about how models, especially, they talk about getting booked because they have a great following. So when you're booking yeah. females for Empower, for example, is them being good at social media a factor in you booking them? Um, I think that their presence and how they promote themselves on social media it, with some of the girls, it is a factor because, you know, you recognize that they're going to put that much passion or whatever. And I know it's a full-time job to run your social media because I equally struggle with it. I recognize there's a need for it and I, I 
Look I get at both sides of it. And it's the same, it's the same, you know, yeah. you want to promote your stuff, you want to promote yourself. Um, and I've always been weird about putting my family, like there's not a ton of pictures where my son, I was like, even going through, it's like, there's not a ton of pictures of Donovan. There's not a ton of pictures of Nick and I, cause I'm always my personal life. I'm very private and I'm very personal. It's like a need to know kind of basis and stuff. And obviously we celebrate all that stuff, but I don't put that out on social media because I often use social media as more just my business, business, which is myself. Right. So it's, it's a weird thing. And I, I don't know. I, I do look at it and obviously you guys do a great job of running your social medias, but I think it does help because you have to know, especially in today's, it's the new wave. And like TikTok is completely taken over as one of the number one, <laughs> number one I don't streaming, understand it. like platforms. Well, you got to teach me. And also I was going to say something. Yeah, 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 teach me too. Yeah. When you I, go I, back to Egypt, I mean, you can just, we'll just plan a trip and we'll all go because I've never been and I would like to been. go. I've, I've never, never been. been. I would love to go and we could just do a gall live from Egypt and it would be I, fun. Yes, please. We could do this. It would be fun. I love Maybe after you all win the tag titles. Thing. Yes. Yeah. Mickey, can we take the tag titles to Egypt? Yes, you can. Yes, absolutely, you can. And I'll go with you and hold the cases just to make sure to ensure <laughs> that they get there, you know, and get back safely. No, Mickey, you gotta you gotta sit on the camel all prim and proper and just be like, no I'm Sahara and myself like ride like guys because we're top boys. <laughs> yeah, like this like I'll stick to the horses. I'll take the horse. Yeah, I have a TikTok account too, like you guys. I, I have not posted one thing. I don't know how to use it. Evidently, I, 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 I started one. Um, I don't have one post on it, but I don't know how to use it. But uh, you're right about social media is our business. We're, we're just natural hustlers. This is how we get our bookings and signings and everything. Yes, so, yes. yeah. Yeah. I'm, I've gotten Renee. I've got her to sign up, not fully post anything, but I've got yeah. her to sign up. I think she should do TikToks of her, like making matcha, like lattes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, she likes to clean and that's very popular on TikTok. It's called like satisfied TikTok. So like where you clean and you like organize and that's oh, all Renee. That's all Renee's number. She, she's the refrigerator oh queen. God. She goes to the container store. She, she has, first of all, Renee, me and Drake, me and, me and Drake, me and Drake argue with Renee about Get this. This woman went to Bed Bath and Beyond and bought an egg container. Me and Spud made the same comment. We were like, the eggs already come in a container. It's called a carton. And she's it's, like, it's no, no, no. Renee, I saw said egg container. I almost bought the container. She's a Virgo. Isn't it nice? You're a Virgo. I need you to come over and help me organize my house. I actually have yes, to come by yes. today. I, I, like, if you look at my closet, it's all organized, color coordinations, every color coordinated and everything. OCD. It's okay. I appreciate yeah. it. I, I like it. I think it's OCD. But that's just over the top. That's over the top. Messy like, even, like, the clothes and the drawers, I, like, Marie Kondo that shit. Like, over the top. That's over the top. Marie Kondo. Good. Over the top. I worked in customer service. I fold my shirts and then stack them on top of each other. And that's it. I'm done. No, mine is, like, line. Everything. I even, like, as far as, like, iron the bed shit. Crazy. I've heard she's of people so doing that before. That's the most. To my me mom did crazy. that. Yeah, she's a nutcase, man. 
It's like <laughs> everything has an order. It's very peaceful. It's very zen. Mimi Lu. I can't but even anyway. have the damn thoughts. I'll be honest with you. But ladies, we have to tell you that we could we could be here all night talking to you, lovely ladies. But we know you've got major tag team boss babe business. So let's do a thing where we talk about our final thoughts leading into empower. I mean, the thing is, it's crazy. Lisa and I were saying just the other day we've been talking about empower for quite a long time, but now it's like really, really soon. Are you feeling the pressure? Right How are you feeling going into this? I know it's a big historic night. But you've got to be excited, right? Oh, we're we're a little excited. too excited yes. over here. We're like, how many more days left? How many more days left? Let's go! Like we gotta we gotta get our body ready. Like we gotta go we gotta, to the gym. We gotta we get this. the body right. I'm like getting off work. I'm like running my dog. I'm like let's go to the park. Come on, let's go. I need Bernie's extra calories. Yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And then like I'm all I'm all for it. We are all for it. I um I kind of just told her like last night when uh it was mentioned last night on Twitter. Um I have her back like a sister and we're going into this thinking this is the fight for us. Like this is the fight for us like basically to show everyone and show NWA and show the world, you know, what we are capable of. And not only are we good, you know, independent single competitors, but you know, we yeah, women of color and we like have each other's back no matter what through and through. So, you know, I made the comment saying that no matter the outcome, she I got her back. She's my sister. So yeah. I feel like that's how we're going into this. Like, yeah, we're going into it. Two sisters. We're going to give it our all. We're going to fight. And hopefully we're going to walk out as the tag champions because Hell on Heels is it, baby. Yeah. The yeah. money. We savage. You yeah. got it. We, we look good and we bring it to the table. Every yeah. time. There you go. We look good beating people up. Like, that's our thing. We look good. But we also put the hurting on people, and we just can't help it. We're just hot as hell. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way God made you. You know, right? Yeah. I want y'all to win. I am sorry to the ladies that might be tuning in and, and trying to, you know, get in on their opponents and get their their psyche, whatever. But I'll tell you, I hope that you guys win. I am so excited. This is going to be a historic night, Mickey. You know that the tag team championships are so important to all of the fans. But how are you feeling? I mean, Empower's close, you guys. It's real close. God. It's yes. yeah. It's so close. It's like, I'm, it's, and it's coming in. It's uh, like now it's starting to pressure is on because obviously it's right around the corner. I'm really excited to have you ladies apart. I know you're going to shine. That's why I, I asked you to come and asked you to be there. I'm excited that we're bringing back the tag team championships and to give the women something else to fight for. Um, because again, it's been the, the only thing has been the women's championship up until this point and for the last 34 years. So I think it's really, really cool to be able to do that and to have it at this historic night for women's wrestling and to celebrate women's wrestling and how far we've come all together. Like it's, it's definitely been a group effort to get here and I love you ladies. And it's going to be fucking awesome. Oh, I love you. It's going to be great. Yeah. The, thing is like, yeah. the thing is like with us, like we look like money, we talk like money. And when we get in that ring, we will bring that money. Okay. Love that. You heard it here first on God TV. That is an exclusive. I love the confidence. These ladies are amazing. And you can stay up to date with all they're doing on the road to hashtag power. By looking at the YouTube description, we're going to put all of their information there. We are going to head over to the after party at 6 p.m. Eastern, top of the hour, with all of our uh, patrons on patreon.com slash TV. But before we go, we want to raise a glass to these lovely ladies. Best of luck at NWM Power. I, don't I love you, ladies. I love you. I love you guys. Love My God. You. This was a great, like, one of the, the, the most fun interviews ever. Yeah. Seriously. We'll, we'll do plenty more if you like. <laughs> 
If you liked this episode of Grown Ass Women, you can also find Gaw TV on YouTube to see the full show in video format. And if you'd like to be a member of Team Gaw, you can support us by joining patreon.com slash TV. Our members get special perks like early access to episodes, autographed merchandise, exclusive photo shoots, live video chats with us, and more. For official Gaw TV merchandise, social media links, and more info, go to gawtv.com. And don't forget to subscribe and follow the Godcast on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for tuning into the Godcast, and we will see you next week.